What's going on social media? So we are on episode 74 and we're still talking about trending topics. Um, and today we go talk about going green. And I have a special friend of mine and um, guest for tonight's show. And I'll let him introduce himself, right? So AY, why don't you introduce yourself? Yo, happy to be here. My name is AY Young. And I'm one of the 17 United Nations Young Leaders of the World and uh, founder of the Battery Tour. So hope you guys can hear me pretty good. <laughs> yeah, so tell everyone, our audience here, that what is the Battery Tour? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's funny. It's, it's perfect for this uh, going green concept. But, I mean, I literally take solar energy, I store it in batteries, and I do a concert. So it's powered by renewable wow. energy. Right, but the, one of the best things about the battery tour is I use you know music as a vehicle, as a way to help people to get the world plugged in, to get the world access to energy, and 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 really just make an impact. So I use the shows as ways to raise money and make impact uh, where people need it. Awesome. So um, yeah, so let's talk a little about going green. So um, we got Eldrick wow. here, we got Jeremy. And myself. So, so what does it mean to you when we're talking about going green when it comes to technology? I, I'm, I, I can start first, but before that, I have a question for, for AY, right? How, how big of a battery are you talking about for a concert? Because, and, and how, how long do you have, like, I don't know, travel to or, or put it on the solar before you have enough power for a concert? I think I'm curious to know yeah, that. I mean, Right. I mean, everybody asks that uh, that question. Because, like, ultimately, you know, and what the battery tour is great as educating. I'm really about educating because you really have to understand energy, right? Like, like mm. you know, there's a battery in everything. You know, what I'm doing is I'm storing energy. You know, if you store enough energy, you can power, you know, anything. Now, um, you know, traditionally the battery tour just had a ton of different batteries. You know, now I'm blessed to have some great partners. We've built a solar trailer that now can store up to 10 kilowatts of energy, right? But, mm -hmm. tip, but, but before I had the huge solar trailer that's like 10 kilowatts of stored energy, I, you know, I was using little, little batteries, little uh, outlet box that I called the outlet. But, you know, I, I was doing eight to 10 hour shows. Wow. Wow. You know, okay. so, you know, for me, an eight hour show, it broke. <laughs> Kevin used to come to those. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I remember. So, uh, yeah, so I met AY, so just to give you guys a little backstory, has it been almost six years ago, five or six years ago? Oh, yeah. Yes. So, wow. um, I remember my kids were probably only one or two, and um, he used to perform. Um, we have an area in Kansas City called the Plaza, and he, he mm -hmm. used to be a street performer. And so he would perform with his battery and he had this concept about, you know, taking, you know, a battery and powering this concert. Literally, these things look like car batteries, right? Mm. And, um, mm. and yeah. so, like, talk about humble beginnings, right? So, AY, it was the X Factor, right? What's the show you were originally on? Yeah, yeah, see, I got... Yep, got, I got my star in the X Factor before I met Kevin out there because he was like one of, the, one of the first businesses and people that kind of helped me out, you know, on the marketing angle, you know what I'm saying, back in the CO days. But yeah, I was on the X Factor <laughs> TV show, four yeses, 
you know, yep, yep, icons. Uh, it was Britney Spears, it was Demi Lovato, L.A. Reid, Simon Cowell. Those were my judges, you know, like and, and my mentors. Wow. And, yeah, and I, and I kind of really, I just got off the show and I was like, man, I want to say hey to the world. You know, I want people to hear my music. You know, I made a song called Say Hey. And, and that's when I, you know, started asking people in Kansas City, you know, artists would come to Kansas City, try to find their manager, try to open up for them, right? You want to open up for a big artist who's got a lot of fun. And I would get hit with, you know, how many followers do you have, you know? Or, or, or they would be like, how many tickets is your last tour? So, and I haven't sold no dumps since got off the TV show. So that's when I was like, okay, you know, I, I obsessed over energy. I found out it was the base resource. Like everyone needs energy, right? You need it in your food, you need it in your, right? You know, and, I, and I, that's when I figured out, wow, you can store energy and batteries. And that's when I picked the Country Club Plaza and said, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get, you know, plugged into my community. I'm going to grow this. I'm going to do a show every day because that's what, Ed Sheeran's doing, that's what Andy Grammer does, that's what Bruno Mars does. These guys are doing shows every day. And so I really believe we should be living our life doing what we love. And so, yeah, it was great to meet Kevin in those days of doing what I love every day, man. (laughs) (laughs) And still doing it now, every day. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. That's great to hear. Thanks for the backstory. So that's how we first met each other, right? So, and then from then on, you know, A-wise, you know, he's got different grants. And then because of the renewable energy concept, and tonight's show is about green technology, right? Um, and that's what really sets A-Y apart, you know, because he's more than just a performer, you know. Mm. He's taking something that we all know is happening with the world. Mm. Like, uh, you know, the world isn't getting better. <laughs> the planet, you know, is no. uh, getting worse yeah. because of human consumption and the way we live and the way we're wasteful and i mean like right now jen and i were um actually we're shopping for a um, new vehicle and we're looking at ev vehicles right so um i mean just look at elon musk tesla and everything right everything is going in that direction so i think a combination of ay's talent and just a concept that was just so different you know, that separated him from other artists because he's more than just music, but he's also about the planet and, hmm. you know, just bringing change to the world and getting people plugged into this concept and bring renewable energy to um, even third world countries. So let's talk about this a little bit. Yeah. When I... it comes to green technology, right? And I asked you guys this earlier. I would love hmm. to hear Eldrick, Jeremy. What are is it big in Asia? Is what are uh, when it comes to the East? Yep. I I think I think there are there are a lot of uh, talk about sustainability, but to be honest, uh, I, I have this I have this um, topic with uh, it across my work because we are looking for like you know awards to submit for sustainability. I, I don't know why like that word has been catching on uh, very recently. And if you ask me if I had to look at APAC as a whole, I think probably it only makes sense to two countries, right? Namely, what comes to mind will be Australia and uh, Japan. Okay, I, I think these two these two countries will be will be um, you know really really uh, more focused on that. I think the rest of Asia probably not much. So it's still about consumption, consumption, and consumption. I mean, Audrey, feel free to correct me yeah, if you feel otherwise. That's my own impression. But back to your question on 
green technology, right? Um, before we even go to the technology piece, I think to me, the concept of uh, going green really is to reduce wastage. If you ask me from a very basic level, um, if we can all reduce wastage of energy, water, whatever that is, or reduce, uh, uh, reduce your consumption of, I don't know, uh, drinking from disposable plastic, uh, bottles and you know ditching the plastic bottle away i think that is the first step to going green before we talk about the technology to do more i think if it starts from everyone i think it, we can really make a huge difference but i think that's also the toughest part um but in terms of um green technology right uh due to my previous uh life in my previous work i think i'm, I'm more uh, attuned to uh water wastage because uh, in my previous job we, we circle a lot around um, saving water, um, tracking water, and, and what we call uh, uh, non-revenue water, which is basically water that is being used by the public service, for example, uh, that is not charged to anyone. For example, uh, your, your, your fire departments, right? Those water that they used to put out fires, that's not charged by anyone. And um, I think, uh, and non-revenue water also refers to waters that are, are leaking due to pipes that have been in the in the ground for 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 years and usually uh these leaks are very small leaks and uh they they go on years undetected and that's where water wastage is um is is a problem and uh, the technology for that really uh there are a few right um one of them will involve like sending like a little mini probe down to the pipe to detect leaks like you know some like a, a sauna kind of a uh uh piece of uh, equipment that goes through the pipe with the water to detect leaks and then you you dig up and plug the leaks so that's that's really um to me when it comes to mind right uh about going green i'm, I'm more inclined towards the water side because based on my experience as well as my knowledge of you know that only one percent of the the world's supply of water one percent uh, is portable that you can use and drink the glaciers all that being one source of it but only one percent and the problem with us is that uh, human population is always growing and the way we use water is increasing, right? Remember, uh, in the past, we probably don't eat so much meat, but now we have a lot of consumption of meat and it takes out a lot of water to feed the cows or the animals and even more to process and wash and cook the meat. So, so all this escalates on top of a limited supply of water. And I think that's where, you know, I feel that it's going to be the biggest problem coming on uh, because, you know, the saying is that, you know, water is the new oil. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. So I'll just leave it at that first. I think there's a lot of uh, information. <laughs> I what do you guys think? I, I wasn't uh, thinking or equating water to green energy to begin with. Mm -hmm. um, I was thinking along the lines of uh, uh, clean energy. Mm -hmm. Because I think about green energy and about clean energy. And mm -hmm. usually when we say clean, we, we are referencing it to non-crude-based sources of energy because to process crude to get to energy takes a lot of work. Uh, and yeah. as a byproduct of that, we generate a lot of pollution, I mean, of, of, of all types. Um, mm. I, I do think that um, as, uh, I do think that with respect to what Jeremy just mentioned, uh, Asia Pacific is catching up, but the, but there are limitations uh, in terms of converting components of the traditional energy sources to green. Uh, partly because 
the cost of green energy per unit, although it has been coming down for the past decade, is not low enough for mass adoption. So today, we see a lot of solar panels out there in Singapore, a lot, and they are at the rooftops. So Mm. um, I think institutions are embracing it. So we have an authority, uh, which is which is uh, an execution arm of a ministry. We call that the Building and Construction Authority. They they encourage the use of um, you know green designs and green energy when when you refurbish a building or when you construct a building, and they give hmm. incentives for that. So it is to your benefit to have panels to have uh, greenery out there and they encourage you to have plants not hmm. in your buildings because it creates greenhouse effects but on top of your buildings so think hmm. about it this way this is how they think so you have a land a piece of land you got to remove you got to remove the trees the plants and whatsoever to, to have a building so they say okay you know we are land scarce and development is important sustainability hmm. is important green is also important how about this at your rooftop, plant your trees. So from an aerial view, it's still green. So you erect a building and you plant your trees there. So that is a cycle of reforestation, so to speak, within the concrete jungle. So hmm. I think that's the direction that we are moving in. And if I'm not wrong, about, about three years ago, when, when I was part of a convention on a practical green energy application, uh, we did bring across some of these designs to Thailand because they are rapidly urbanizing mm. and Vietnam and they mm. are very interested in it um, partly because uh, so to speak third world developing countries their number one priority is economic growth and development so they don't mind having sustainability and green energy on top of it not at the expense of that, yeah. Mm. So, so I think I think that's the way we are going, and um, it's a benign way of adopting green energy as the the way to go. Mm. I wasn't thinking about water. It's it's a very unique <laughs> angle. Oh, that's that's why that's why I'm on the show, right? I I do something different. <laughs> no, uh, do, do you prepare for the show to begin with? And I agree, no, I, I, I think with the way, you know, the world is today, I mean, it's very obvious that, you know, we can see the need for green energy, especially, you know, in third world countries where, hey, you know, power isn't always accessible, right? And also, um, it's expensive, you know, to power different things. So, I want to ask AY, can you share with our audience, so how did you end up with the UN? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I, and man, I love what you guys are saying. I really, I, I really love, I was trying to look for the term, but I, you know, had rooftop farming, you know, I, uh, uh, you know, it reminds me of the, the like the regeneration of regenerative agriculture idea of what we need to be doing with our food in general, which I got to definitely give a shout out to Paul Hawkins. He's, he's my mentor. He wrote a book called Project Drawdown, which is like the manual on like how to do this. And now he's reintroducing with his second book, The Regeneration. And 
And a lot of what you guys are saying is exactly what we can do. Now, how did I become a young leader? Sometimes I like to say I have no idea. But really, man, you know, since I, you know, started doing those eight to ten hour shows, you know, then I started taking the donation money that people would throw me, you know, on the street corner. Maybe throw me five bucks or ten bucks, right? And then I would take take that money and I had this concept. You know that everyone was an outlet you know because because i it was a battery tour and then people would say oh man we're your outlets we power the tour you know when they would give me you know five so then i was like well everyone in the world's an outlet and i gotta go get them all plugged in right so i went from city to city and state to state and as i would travel america i found out that in the u.s there are places that don't have you know internet right there's places that don't have electricity or it runs out or like by the end of the day at a certain time or the grid's not you know very reliable and, and and that's when i was like okay well i got a bunch of stored energy everyone's an outlet i started googling in the car just like this you know found out a billion people in the world don't have energy bro and that's when i was like okay well if everyone's an outlet and there's a billion people are not plugged in and i I got to build. Fast forward, I powered over 800 concerts. I've helped bring, you know, a, a renewable energy to over 17 countries. And, and I think that's why the UN picked me to, to kind of represent one of the 17 sustainable development goals. They have these 17 global goals. One's called Goal 7, which is about everyone needs to have access to energy by 2030. Mm-hmm. Right. There's also a Goal 6, a water goal, clean energy, uh, clean water. And sanitation like we all need to have clean water so resonating with me there when you were talking about water man and so yeah i'm one of the 17 i'm just the only one from the united states you know and wow. so th- i think there's a big responsibility that i have I, I guess to be like this leader for for the youth of america and to bring them into uh going green you know what i'm saying in <laughs> <laughs> all the yep. sense of the word guys <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to add on what um, Aldrich mentioned, right, on, on energy uh, in terms of development and all that. Uh, earlier, I said that in terms of sustainability, uh, you have countries like um, Australia and Japan that are like more, I would say, mature. Um, and the rest of the countries, I think uh, most of them, like what Aldrich mentioned, right, is uh, development first. Sustainability, nice to have, but not must have. Um, but I think, uh, uh, especially in Australia, they have been very mature in the sense that uh, a lot of the houses have solar panels and my understanding is that I think for the past decade or so, um, they have no need to uh, add on any more power regeneration because within the grid themselves, um, everyone is generating enough power to sustain their own usage. In fact, because of battery technology, um, they, they have the open market right whereby if they collect enough energy store in the battery, they can sell the electric power back into the grid to other users who are not maybe generating enough. So in that in that sense, I think it's, it's a very good example of how uh, incentivizing or putting enabling you enabling you an end user to store and sell that energy back if you have accumulated or not a lot of it uh, back into the market. I think that is actually one good example on how we can see and you know really shows that it works if the market forces incentivizes you to do so. And uh, I think Australia is a great example, uh, you know, where, where they make use of really good um, battery technology, solar to sustain themselves uh, electricity wise. So I, I just want to put it out there because I think it's a good example for many countries to, to, to learn. But 
also they have a lot of land area and a lot of people live in uh, low-rise houses that also enables that adoption faster but in most part of asia it's very hard because we live in high rise there isn't that much rooftop space uh to to achieve what um australia has achieved um but i also think that um a lot of uh countries don't have this system whereby you can sell the electric power back to the grid uh so it's a market forces thing and if more people adopt that maybe just maybe yeah more people will do solar panel and be more aware right because you have technologies right yeah go ahead i was gonna say microgrids you know like i don't know if you know what microgrids are but in, in my opinion we as as people as humans in, in whatever city or country we're in should be storing and sharing more energy mm. that's what's not happening what's not happening there's a lot of sunlight we're not we're not capturing that energy we're not Oh. oh, I think he froze. <laughs> I was I was going to say um because uh yeah it was saying like sunlight is like free we're not capturing it right uh I also know that there are like technologies whereby uh solar panels are integrated into your windows so there's additional surface area where you can capture um solar power and generate less electricity. Hey Ay, yeah sorry I was just I was just sharing right um you were saying about solar power we're not capturing enough yeah um so actually micro i think grids. there are microgrids yeah. yeah yeah there's there are there are panels on uh windows that can really absorb um solar power and convert that to electricity i think that's also one technology that you know for places that have high rise uh not so much space for solar panels on the rooftop to do that adopt that technology on their windows and you can actually capture um, a lot more electricity. And that's, I think, one, one kind of a way to go green, clean, and clean energy. I think it's interesting, too, because of your talk about green energy and capturing everything, right? The amount of fuel. I know there's that debate, right? This, um, you know, happens. Um, I've been shopping for EV vehicles, and I was just learning a lot about it, right? Um, like, so do you feel EV vehicles actually the technology, right? When we talk about Tesla and all these brands, it's almost like all these car brands are racing even in China to create electric vehicles, right? But do you really feel the electric vehicles are actually burning less fuel? Or ah. is it, that's, there's a debate, right, going on. Love to hear everyone's thought on that. <laughs> um if i may go first yeah i think sure. it depends on the the source of the energy that's producing the electricity right i think if i'm not wrong singapore i think is primarily uh uh natural gas fossil fuel for no, uh energy natural gas, natural gas that's right yeah most natural gas we are fossil we fuel are, yeah not so much we are 96 percent natural gas natural gas yeah and so, then so about three percent fossil fuel plus the rest yeah so in that sense the source of energy that's used to create the energy the electricity are uh, not so green yeah and so even even at the end of the day you are using an ev uh, it is the electricity has been generated by not so green it's not solar it's not wind then i guess yeah probably it just makes the user of the ev feel good but at the end of the day you're not doing anything to contribute to going green and helping the technology that's just my view yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> What's your thoughts, Kevin? Since you did the shopping on the EV, uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, I have both, right? Uh, you know, I do think you know is less gas, less fuel usage. You know, for me, is you know cost savings. You know, I'm just gonna be honest with you. It's the saving mm. of gas prices going up. You know, the the savings of you know fuel. You know, paying for fuel. But at the same time, it's very obvious. You know, I believe in global warming because you, you're feeling the impact, right? There's a reason why Antarctica, in Antarctica, the glaciers are melting, right? Um, there's reasons why we're experiencing hurricanes and all these、mm. different things, right?、Mm. Like, I think if you have an educated mind, you can see there's a problem. <laughs> you know. And if we continue the way we live, you know, even with COVID, you know, happening with the virus and everything, it has to do with the way we eat, the way we live, the way we're consuming. You know, I think human nature—we're just we overdo it, right? <laughs> you know, and、uh, and we're we're starting to feel the impact, and I think that's the reason why. Why are Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and all of them figuring a way to, you know, go to Mars. There has to be a reason. It's not just because they're wealthy and they're trying to prove something. They're like, get get me the hell out of here, you know, <laughs> you know. So I think there's a reason. So、um, I think it's very real. It's a topic that I think everyone's focusing on, and that's why United Nations,、um, you know, have people like AY representing and trying to. You know, put together these goals and different things. So,、mm -hmm. AY. So when you talk about those seventeen goals, right? And I know you're connecting to a lot of different music artists that are known worldwide. What is the main buy-in for them to be a part of a, this、yeah. green energy I mean, adaptation? Right. I mean, I'll say it's a couple of things, and, and and a couple of things are may not sound like the best thing. I mean, for one, everyone's talking about sustainability. Like you say, going green and it's sustainability. It's all kind of wrapped around the same concept that everyone's caring about, right? Like, like it's gotten to the point now where like people will like maybe get a plastic straw and get cussed out on social media, right? Like, what are you doing with that plastic straw? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even. Anymore, you know, to 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 not. It's almost cooler to do yoga, you know, post yoga pics, you know, eat vegan, etc. So forth. It's becoming a trend. So what you do have is a lot of you know managers, labels like talking to their clients, which there are you know, hey,、uh, say something about that sustainability stuff. You know, the, your your、mm. fan base cares about it. You know, so there's this、mm. whole thing now where people they have to. Almost take a stance, right? It was kind of like, to a degree, the the Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter kind of situation where you almost had to say something. You almost have to kind of take a stand, you know. And, and so、uh, there's that climate there where everyone's, and and there's a lot of artists that are looking to make a stand without alienating anybody, right? You know. So it's it's a good time、uh, for a project like mine in the sense, and I use the framework of the SDGs. To reach both sides of the aisle, because at the end of the day, I love the broadness and the sense of like goal six. Everyone needs water, right? That has nothing to do with your age, your race, 
uh, your sex, you know, who you're into, who you date, right? You know, like everyone needs food, goal two. You know, no, everyone in the world, a human should have food. That's a goal you can align with, you know, no matter what God you pray to, right? Or what, where you're from on the planet, you know? So, you know, I, I would definitely say that this is definitely a time that people want to stand for something and, and, and sustainability, climate, uh, making an impact that's positive is, is now, I think, becoming cool. So it's putting me in a good position for sure to bring people together. <laughs> no, I, I definitely think what you're doing is cool because it's not about making a stand now because you, you have started this like long time ago before it was even like cool, right? So so yeah. that's, that's really, really, that's the real cool, not, not the, oh, take a stand now to be cool thing. So thank you for yeah. doing that. So what, what, so what makes, so I, this is a great topic too. I know it's a little, we've been talking about green energy, right? But I would say, you know, Eldrick, Jeremy and myself, we aren't, I wouldn't say we're experts in green energy, but why is it that today's youth, right? AY, since you're, you know, you work with a lot of them, you're around a lot of people. Why is it that? young people today want to take a stance on mental health or it seems like mental health and sustainability are the two hot topics of, especially here in America, I can speak for the West, right? Why is that? Why, why is it so important for them to take a stance? Oh, it is connected. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect timing. You know, No, and I think we can circle back, but I, yeah. I think it's true, right? Um, you know, I don't know how the youth in Asia is. Um, I mean, Jeremy Eldrick, are, is, is this something they're taking a stance in, or is this more an American thing? Oh, I think I don't, specific. I, I, don't think, I don't think it's an America thing. Sorry, Jeremy. Yeah. But, uh, I'll no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'll just make a quick comment on that. I don't think it's a American thing. I think it's a first world thing. Um, I think I think that countries where you see uh, common um, poverty levels, so high poverty, low employment income, they won't think about it. Mm. If you can't, if you can't feed yourself, I, I think yeah. uh, let's forget about the Asian mindset or the first world mindset and things like that. Yep. If you can't feed yourself, then it's a natural instinct that you want to survive and that, mm. uh, that is your main consideration and nothing else. So... Yeah. It's it's a very first world thing. Oh, Yo, so go I'm back so please, sorry, since AY guys, is back. Gotta... No worries. Don't worry. Yeah. No problem. I got a call and it like <laughs> bumped me out. I I get too many calls. I put it on do not, not disturb. You were asking a question though. Like I, I did want to try to answer that. <laughs> yep. So AY, I was just asking why is it that the uh, youth, right, in America, especially in the West. Why are they wanting to take a stance so much in sustainability or mental health? It seems like those are the two hot topics that they're taking a stance on. I mean, we're on social media platforms tonight, and um, you can see all over your feed, right? Every three posts, someone's taking a stance on sustainability. Someone's taking a stance on, you know, mental health. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, what I just think is that this generation, we just get it done. Like, Generation Z, Generation Y, like, we don't wait. It's like, like, well, 
when we find out something you know i hope you guys can still see me we can no, see we can't see you we can't see you but you, the sound's breaking up <laughs> and just to let our audience know, so AY was planning to do this at the hotel in Orlando, yeah, yeah, but he's running right. a little okay, late. Right. So. Dude, this sucks. Can you guys freaking hear me? I hate traveling and trying to do freaking stream yard. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Can hear you. <laughs> Gosh dang it. I'm my, my only point is that this generation just wants to get it done. Like they, they just don't play mm. around. If they see someone mm. being joked about, if they see someone not being accepted, they're just like change it. Mm. it tomorrow. We're not trying to mm. wait eight months for no policy, no governor, and no mayor to tell us we're done. And and I think that's what mm. this generation is about. Mm. Yeah. Just do it already. Mm. Yeah. That's cool. And um, Justin Manning here said, imagine if we fed the 77% of global soy to humans instead of what we currently do, feed it to animals, not to mention the corn, water, and land is wasted in raising animals to kill for. Food. Food does not bleed. Oh. <laughs> That's an yeah. interesting point there, Justin. So... I think it's neat because I think just watching, you know, content today, since we're on the social media platform, right? And you see everyone's taking a stance in something. And I think young people today, it's like AY said, I think they're wanting to take action, right? But personally, me too, I think how many of peop the people are actually taking the action and how many people are actually just hopping on the fat, right? Well, because so. um, I think, you know, I agree with you to a certain point, AY, that, hey, uh, you know, people are here to make a difference today. But then uh, what's really neat about you, AY, you're actually Do it. doing the motion to mm. make change. I think a lot of yeah. people are posting about making change. Yeah, I mean, that's the, the next... That's the next step. It's like, well, I think what it is, is a lot of people, honestly, they just don't know what to do. Like, this is why we keep talking about straws or we'll talk about like very good individual things, a couple of different things, right? Maybe turn off the light when you leave the apartment. But mm -hmm. a lot of us don't really know what actions to take and we don't really truly understand it. Like, even with energy, people don't even understand energy. There's a battery in every piece of device we really have. Is, there's a battery in your phone. You know, a lot of people don't even know how batteries work and how energy storage works. You know, they think you just come home, you turn on the light and it works. If it doesn't work, you call this number. You know, it, it, you know it, that energy doesn't work that way. Like the, the grid was man-made, man right? Like, you know, I think a lot of it is a lack of education and people don't understand 
what actions they can take. So I, I think what I'm trying to do is definitely, and what this podcast could help, potentially help do, what you're doing here, we're going greener, is, is give people maybe a, a more, uh, you know, simplistic, you know, un, and just understanding of like maybe the actions they can take, you know, uh, as individuals, as companies, as business owners, like what can we do to actually regenerate, you know, uh, the world? regenerated because we've been destroying it uh over time by as humans that's good so i want to shout out to jacqueline um good morning and thanks for joining us as well and no i agree i think a lot of people don't know the steps to take and i don't think just like the pandemic i don't think people feel the impact until it's almost too late right it's human nature right we keep consuming 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 yeah but we're we personally aren't really feeling the impact right you don't feel the impact when you eat a 16 ounce steak and you leave all your lights on you know and you take five baths in your huge hot tub <laughs> you know and yeah. you drive your you know a porsche you know two hours to work yeah you're not feeling the impact right uh, you know it feels great you know so i think those are just real things it, it doesn't affect me so why why should we care right and i think it's unique because you're taking a total different concept ay i know your heart was always about renewable energy even before you started connecting to united nations I remember you were hauling equipment, you know, up and down your stairs to just bring music yeah. to the streets, you know, and now, you know, you have this platform and you're able to sing about it. You're able to uh, travel, connect with different folks and uh, uh, just watching the growth of the battery tour and getting people plugged in. Right. But, but now, you know, it's you're it's, you're right about like we're not educated people don't know hey what steps can we take and also with this show we're talking about trending topics right like going green and uh, going green is a multi-billion dollar industry you know if you you're in the stock market with eldrick is every day right <laughs> there's substantial <laughs> boom <laughs> you know and I think not everyone is doing it for the right reasons too, because there there's money in it. And it seems like human nature, we go where the green is, right? So yes. uh, there, there's a lot of dollars in this industry. And I think that there's reasons why companies are buying. And it's because there's, there's money to be made, right? Mm. And, and I think that's part of why a lot of artists are also jumping on the bandwagon of, you know, going green and different things like that. And so my question is, is it because they really care about the planet, <laughs> you know, or is it a stance that, Hey, we can take and monetize off of it. So I think that's also a real topic as well. And I think it's neat because you, you, you do more than just music. Right. And, and, I seen, you know, you when you made pennies, you know, in the street and slowly, you know, where you are today and uh, you haven't changed. You, you're just working as hard, you know, 
and just seeing you believe in something so much, right? And I remember you showing me these drawings of these batteries and now it's really happening. You know, we're getting closer every day. And so, AY, tell us a little about what does the future look like for what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there, there's, a, there's a whole bunch of what you're saying. You know, you, you, hop, you hop on a train, right? You hop on a train, you, you ride the way. There's always that. But, you know, I, I, I think that just at the end of the day, I'm going to bring, and I'm bringing a paradigm shift. Like, I'm glad you, you said you, know, you guys haven't really changed. The same guy, this has always been my passion to get the world plugged in. I'm, I'm trying to bring a paradigm shift. Like, while everyone is to get back to just performing live, right? Which, by the way, most performances are carbon neutral and hurt the environment. You know, I'm going to come back and just, just start it, you know, performing like no one ever has, which is completely with renewable energy, right? When people are coming back to, you know, artists are talking about the money they have or whatever, while the world's, you know, blowing up around this, you know, I'm, I'm coming with a message, you know, about unity, about coming together and using the music as a vehicle to impact those 17 areas to literally help people Slow down, slow down. <laughs> uh, well, hey, we got close. Oh, no, the best part's AY. You got to repeat that. Am I back? Nope. You're back, back. No, you're back. Oh, you're back. Now, you said something about the Am 17. Yeah. Oh, you're back, you're back. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I'll say this. Like, hopefully it doesn't go out when I say this. Like, I used to... I, I, we all have social media, right? Like I, I talk to these high schools and schools all the time and I'll ask them, hey, who's your favorite TikTok influencer? Or they'll tell me, oh, my favorite artist is Cardi B. And I realize that as a society, we are following these people and we have no idea what they care about. Like what does Cardi B care about? Does anyone know? Does she care about trees? Does she care about water? Do you think that Cardi B cares about people, you know, uh, gender equality? I have no idea. Right. Like there are TikTok influencers with 100 million followers and you have no idea what they care about at all. And, and, and what I what what I you know, what I've come to see on this project about the 17 goals is, is even a chance for Amigos. Right. Our Amigos is an artist that built their foundation on money, women and like sex. Literally. I mean, if they stepped outside of what they normally rap about their fan base would probably attack them saying you're not being genuine right you know i mean they wouldn't even be able to get outside of where they're laid and this project that i'm doing is going to make it cool it's going to enable a a uh you know to know what you know to to to, to know what someone cares about and to make an action in that in that way so i don't know man. i'm trying to bring a paradigm shift to the whole industry you know because we 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 <laughs> we, we we got to come together and, and I know we're talking about standing for something. I mean, we're, 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 we need more out of these people that we follow, right? These leaders, these YouTubers mm. with 100 million followers, but we know mm. nothing about what they care about. It doesn't mm. make any sense. It, it's crazy, man. <laughs> Social media influencers. What are they influencing? 
what, what do you, you tell me what the D'Amelio sisters care about? Like, I, I mean, I, who, who? Right? But they're the biggest TikTok influencers in the world. No, that's true. I mean, we live in a generation that's um, it's an interesting times, right? Um, we follow people with zero knowledge of we buy things from people with zero knowledge of who they are or what they provide or their experience i mean um i mean we're on linkedin right now going live right how many times have you pay for a coach of something or a consultant or something but you never actually look at their resume right like you know have they ever you know ran a successful business you know were, were they a marketer or did they work at buckle you know, three months ago, you know, uh, we don't care. We live in a society if they look right and they talk right and they have followers, sign me up. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, we sign up for, I mean, and this is something I'm passionate about too, because it's true, you know, like would you go to a doctor to treat you cancer with zero med school experience or education on cancer? just because he went on YouTube and he's talking about medicine and cancer treatment. Any other generation would be a no. But I think in today's world, just because someone hop on YouTube and have a following, therefore I'm going to follow his steps to cancer treatment. You know, <laughs> I mean, everything goes today. And it's I think, true. you know, and it's scary. It's, uh, it's sad. I mean, I see people sell things. You can be a mental health expert tomorrow because you went through some personal experience and you found healing in your mental health. And now you're coaching other people on mental health when you have zero knowledge of true therapy, right? Yeah. But you, you can, can be drop, like, we take it website. to a whole other level. We can be anything we want, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, and that, that may be an issue. Right. I mean, because now, you know, you're in a world, too, where now you can release, you know, because of the algorithm, because of Facebook, Twitter, these, these different uh, social media platforms, you can make music easy, release music easy, reach people easy, pay money to reach people. Like, like it, 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 it's interesting, man. Like, I mean, if I have one hundred thousand dollars, I'm guaranteed to reach a ton of people if I put that money into marketing effort, period. Facebook would gladly take the money and they would gladly reach whoever I asked them to reach, right? Absolutely. And I think we're we're seeing this every day, I think, is more prominent in the U.S. What, what about the East, yeah. Jeremy Eldrick? Yeah, totally. What about what in the East? The yeah, yeah, it worked real well for us for a while. Do people buy in to the oh, whole yeah, influencer? Hey, why we can still hear you? <laughs> we can hear you. Your screen is frozen. That's about it. Yeah, oh, don't worry. Wow. We can still hear you. <laughs> you you look like it you're worked. digging your nose. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> it worked though for a minute, man. We we run, you know, we we've been doing good. We've been doing okay on this trip, guys. <laughs> No, no, don't worry. Yeah, really, thanks um, for thanks for joining us while traveling. Yeah, Audrey, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I just want to make a comment on what I see, uh, from Kelly's uh comment, that with uh the 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 Spider Man thing, I think it's true. Um, 
I think that when we are all starting out on an initiative, a movement, and a th- and things like that, it's always about um, you know me, you know, what I believe in, what I want to do, and things like that. But as you as you gain traction, as you have more and more people coming to you because they subscribe to the same thinking, then you will at a point encounter mainstream issues. Uh, I'll give an example. So since we're talking about green energy, green technology, um, uh, you know the blockchain technology and DeFi as a whole, um, I think the idea is novel and I think that it's brilliant um, for, for decentralization to happen. Uh, but if we talk about payment blockchains, if we talk about digital currencies, I mean digital currencies, not cryptocurrency, digital, um, and as you have more and more people come in to use the platform, you will run into mainstream issues. You will run into regulations that come, that, uh, you will run into regulators coming to you as if you are a banking agent and that you have to do your know your customer, you have to know, do your uh, anti-laundering, uh, things like that. So let's, let's be practical about the good things that we subscribe to. And I'm very uh, impressed by you, AY, because you believe in something and you keep doing it. The, the point is, I think, uh, with topics like going green, climate change, sustainability, decentralization, technology, they are not individual domains. Mm. When they come, they filter through everything they filter through everything is going to impact the way you think the way you eat the way you you buy your things the way you invest and the way you run your business right so you have to be very clear when when we say that uh this generation uh or the younger generations younger than me uh say that we want change and we want it fast well that's true if you look at the bureaucrats and you say my gosh, these assholes, I mean, like the, the senators or the people in the house takes forever to pass a bill that's so simple, right? That's one side of the story because from your angle, you're talking about yourself or maybe your family and your community vis-a-vis a policymaker, policymaker as opposed to government or parties, okay? As opposed to a policymaker that has to think about enacting a policy or passing a bill that impacts every single institution and citizen of the country. Uh, I'm thinking about it in that way because, because unless a system, a new system that comes true is stable enough to replace the old one, then it will be too hasty to rock the boat. Too hasty. Uh, back in the last decade, when everyone was talking about solar, 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 and then panel, 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 and then the next thing is, oh, disasters are getting, you know, uh, uh, on a more higher severe, scale. more intense. Hmm. Yeah, and they are running out of Greek alphabets to describe them. Oh, you know, we have to do <laughs> wind. We have to do wind energy, right? So that's wind, 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 windmill, 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 windmill farms, windmill farms, windmill farms. But the point is, until the until we reach a tipping point where clean energy can flip the switch 
to support civilization as a whole, it would be very difficult for policymakers to say, we believe in going green, but we can't push the buttons yet because every single component in our economy runs on energy and we need it to be dependent. Now, now I, I want to insert in an opinion on uh, what I think is happening in Texas. I do not know why, but I think Texas of recent years has been pretty unlucky and unfortunate, okay? Coming from someone that's outside of the America, I will mean, look at you know, winter and then it goes dark and uh, you know uh, it goes cold and things like that. Well, that's true and that could be a failing of existing infrastructure vis-a-vis the drawbacks of the traditional energy sources. I think we have to be clear on that. So if you have an infrastructure that is incomplete or leaky or you know, for some reason things are falling apart, components are no longer attached and the nexus is no longer working, regardless of the energy source, it's not going to fix the problem. So uh, let's avoid hypocrisy. Let's avoid the endless mean chiming about you know, solving the problems um, when we are just, you know, just just throwing buzzwords in into the in, in, into you know the social media verse and whatever whatever not right because the people today that is there will be people that's really solving the problems and I'm very certain they are just solving the problems they can't be bothered to talk so much and engage they don't have the time to. Uh, if we are talking about a, a failing power grid and things like that, I don't have the time to talk to you on social media, dude. Neither am I going to listen to you because you're not the one that's solving the problem. The person that can solve the problem is not the one that's posting on social media. <laughs> the, per- the person that can solve the problem, when you talk to that person, he can go into at least three levels of details in terms of solving one problem. They can tell you, oh, I've done this before and failed. It failed here because... And this is my mistake. And we have to look into this and that, this and that, this and that. So how many of those people are there on social media? Now, don't get me wrong. There's very good people on social media. What I'm just trying to say is that there's a lot more people that's jumping onto the tail code of people who can solve problems that are, by and large, very few. Very few. And then we talk about influencers. I think influencers will eventually run into mainstream issues where their followers will start demanding that they put out good messages to take care of the environment, the world, the people around them. So it's no longer about me, 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 me. If you continue to do that, after having 1 million, 2 million, 3 million followers, you're going to see a decline. Because people are no longer interested in that. They want to know what you can do for the community. So I, I know it's a long string of uh, you know takeaways and tapestries and things like that, but um, I think green is important. I think uh, green technology, green energy is important. But let's be respectful of uh, how far we have come. We are not at the tipping point yet. Let's put it that way. But we are moving in that direction. So, so this, this is my view. Hmm. That's good, Eldrick. And I agree. I think it's just there, there's just so much components when it comes to going green and 
you know, it's like, hey, the little things matter, right? Just like the straws and um, our consumption of food, um, the vehicle we drive, adapting to solar resources, turning off the light. It's li the little things that matter. And I always tell people this in marketing as well, because that's where my area of expertise is, right? Um, I always say it's the little things that you don't think matters in marketing. It's the little things that count. And it's the little things that slowly adds up, even with business, yeah. right? Um, a lot of people go, oh, well, I don't have a huge budget. Well, you got to start somewhere, you know? And it might be, hey, if you don't have budget, then it takes action. You know, you have to go out there, you know, you have to verbalize, put yourself out there because you don't have the budget. You know, no one else can do it for you, then you got to do it yourself, right? And I think it's the same thing. And I think even my friend here, AY, his story, right? Uh, like, he wasn't hurt, being heard, right? You know, so he was out singing uh, with a battery. And then, you know, one thing led to the other, you know. He, he went and put himself out there and he believed in something and he stood behind it. And then the United Nations heard. And slowly, you know, um, AY's getting ready to go ear up. So, um, AY, while right now we have you connected, tell us about um, your trip. Like, uh, what, 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 what are the next big things that's happening? A lot. It's, it's one bar, so I hope I stay connected. So I just got a couple of things. One, I, I did the, I made the theme song for, for FAO. That's the Food Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, right? Like one of the biggest organizations in the world. So yeah, they're flying me out. We're gonna bring Chick J29 there, and I, I'm gonna do a special performance of that song, closing out Obama in Rome, in the Roman ruins. Oh. And, 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 and there's a ton of other stuff happening that week. I spent a whole week in Rome, uh, and I also heard I'm doing the Rocket 1000. There's this this huge thing where they sell out like a, a football stadium and have a, a thousand bands play to one song, and they want me to headline and 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 uh, and launch the what they call the song for climate around COP26, which is like the biggest deal in the world right now, right? With my just came in today and it'll be aired on sky tv and uh before i, I head out to rome uh, i'll be kicking it with with brian marquis who's the tour manager for billy eilish at um uh, was it the global citizen festival in new york and then before that the governor's ball right in new york as well uh you know so so just things are just moving so quickly and I think it's because, again, this generation is ready for this. And I think the sustainability green, you know, concept that I'm bringing to the, the industry and, and to world in general, I think it's finally catching on. So I'm happy, man. <laughs> mm. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Kel Kelly said, um, musicians get to have all the fun. <laughs> Oh, maybe wow. maybe I can. Stages. Like, I was going to say, like, you know, what's made me different is doing a concert 
in the middle of some Honduran village, way out in Honduras or Haiti, right? Where people have never added, had a concert because there's no venue for a hundred miles, right? They got to walk five miles, you know, with, with, with uh, buckets on their head for their water. Like mm. that's where I've been doing concerts. So, and I will continue to bring music to people who maybe never experienced it, experience it. So yeah, musicians have a lot of fun. I've had fun, but it's also not always fun carrying batteries and things five and six miles. So, you know, then I put the work in. <laughs> now, and it's great, like just, like, I just recently did a post on social media, and I think it goes with what we're talking about tonight, right? I think a lot of times we focus so much on the people who are there, right? We put so much, like, as we're talking about going green and all these things, we know Elon Musk, right, for what he's doing in regards to sustainable energy because he's Elon Musk. We know Jeff Benzos because of Amazon. We know the Bill Gates because of Microsoft. But we only know them because of the success, right? You know Gary Vaynerchuk because who Gary is today. But what we forget is the journey that got them there. Yeah. Because no one talks about, a lot of times we think, oh, these people all of a sudden wake up and they're just successful, right? people forget the work and the time that was put in and failing forward year after year yeah because no failing one focuses yeah. the bottom of the iceberg we only see the tip you know and we always see this image when people are sharing in motivational posts or um you know social media posts the iceberg image right but until you're the person working hard day in and day out on the grind and you see nothing you don't truly understand that iceberg image that everyone posts because it's all underneath the water and it's the pain that people go through that very rarely people talk about this on social media people all talk about the success i mean i know ay understands this l drake you know even jeremy right it's the uh, the times when you're laid off, when you don't have a job, right? It's the times when you sing your heart out and no one even recognizes you because you're just another musician. It's the times, uh, you know, same with me, you know. Yeah, it's great. I have a company now. There's people that work for me. But there was days I didn't know how I'm, I'm going to turn on the lights or pay my bills because there's a thousand marketers out there within two mile radius of where I live, you know, and everyone's yeah. doing the exact same thing. But guess what? Seven years doing the exact same thing. I never changed my message, who I am and what I do. And I think um, AY can attest to him, same thing. You know, seven years ago, he was, what he was doing in the street is the same thing he's doing now. It's just amplify so much louder and the same thing i think eldrick jeremy you, you you guys we do this show alone right bottoms up perspective there's nights we have zero viewers <laughs> there's nights there's two but i can tell you right now you know 74 episodes 
and we're still here, right? Even we're, when we're no still, one's listening, we're, we're still here, at the bottom right? of the we're still at the bottom of the iceberg. <laughs> but uh, people don't understand though, like it's the consistency that matters, and I think when yeah. it comes to renewable energy and going green. I think there are a lot of activists out there, people like, you know, uh, Kelly or, you know, uh, people like that, that's hop on and mention different things like Mr. Manning here, you know, you guys really believe in this stuff, you know, you, you guys, it's the heart, you guys really care. Um, and it takes people who really believe and over time, you'll see the impact and the influence but uh, this stuff doesn't happen overnight and it might not even happen in our generation us four here it might happen uh, when our grandchildren's you, you'll see adaption of all electric cars you'll see adaption of solar panels it might not be in today because hey we aren't the ones feeling the impact so just remember Okay, when you're out there, and this is to everyone that's out there, whoever's watching the show, not watching the show, is if you want to do something great or you want to make an impact, it takes doing it over and over and over and over and over again. Even in a world where there's no one watching, no one's listening, if you truly believe in something, you keep going, eventually, you know, you're going to be heard. You're going to make a difference. And it might not be in your lifetime. But I can tell you one thing. Michelangelo made an impact, and it wasn't in his lifetime. Right. I, 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 I want to, can I just like uh, try and close this off? Um, yep. I want to uh, link up a few points, yeah? Um, uh, uh, what, whatever AY said, people might not know what to do. Uh, Kevin, what you say about, you know, activists, uh, and uh, and Aldrich talking about you know technology and policies. I think I just want to put it out there. When we talk about going green and going green technology, the technology is there, technology is here. But at the same time, there's also that technology that is sucking up more energy than before. You know, look at your phones, mobile phones, right? <laughs> the power breaks. How many kilo? How many watts are they drawing now to power your phone from zero percent to hundred percent? in ten minutes? <laughs> yeah, you you and you have more phones than before. So my my point is. You know, don't wait for the policies. You don't have to wait for the technologies. Be the activist yourself. Make that little changes, right? If you don't know what to do, you know, just go on the internet and read how you can you can save power. It give you a very simple example, right? Let's not talk about switching off the lights, right? How many devices you have in your home that is on standby that draws energy? Is your TV on standby? Is your, I don't know, PlayStation computer whatever is on standby? That's drawing energy. Do you know that? Can you do something about that, right? Don't put them on standby, just switch off the mains, right? That itself is a small step and you can be that activist doing that to, to you know, don't talk about go green, just reduce waste, right? Those are the little things that you can help uh, uh, really, you know, that will go a long way. And, uh, don't, don't wait for policies, don't need to wait for activists, don't need to follow people and, you know, uh, be an follow influencers, advice, what they stand for. Be there yourself, do that for yourself, yeah? And I, I think that's, pretty much the little thing I want to, to share uh, my thoughts on this topic, yeah. Not really technology, it's, it's there. Do something about it yourself. So AY, how can people, um, uh-oh, oh. AY dropped off. 
<laughs> That's one bar. He lasts long enough. <laughs> no, and I, no, that's good, Jeremy. And uh, I think you know, for those of you out there, you know, you can follow Ay through Battery Tour. Um, he is everywhere. He's on TikTok. He's on YouTube. He's on, you know, LinkedIn. All the social media channels. Um, also, Ay Music. Um, and hey, follow him. Um, he has music on Spotify and. Um, and I agree with Jeremy. You know, we don't have to wait. Oh, there's Ay. So Ay, I'll, I'll let you. So, so how can people get plugged in and support your paradigm? Show? Yo, I'm back. I heard paradigm. Shift. <laughs> yep. So I was just saying Ay. So how can people support your paradigm shift, and how can people get plugged in? Yeah, totally. Yo. Well, one, whenever I do these things, I say, hey, I don't know who's watching. So if you are watching and you see an outlet, like I, I wear outlet logo on my shirt all the time, right? The battery towards the outlet. If you're around an outlet, if your laptop's plugged into one, your phone is, take a photo, take a picture of an outlet, you know, like post that on social media, tag battery tour, find AY, tag me, hashtag, and then I'll look and see who posts it and I'll get plugged in. I'll follow you, right? But I'll say that the main thing to do is to get plugged into the battery tool, right? Like we are helping people get access to energy all over the world. We are helping achieve the 17 sustainable development goals. If you're into music, you want to volunteer, you want to make a change, uh, even just learning what actions you want to take as we develop this project, we will continue to put out uh, uh, actions that also are measurable uh, for, for you to do as an outlet for change. So, hey, get plugged in. And I hope to see you guys soon. Oh, thank oh, you, Kelly. Kevin. Kevin's, Kevin's on mute. Is Kevin. that me or him? <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. Oh. I'm on mute. I don't do that often, but it happens. So anyway, hey, I appreciate you, Kelly, and thank you for catching our show. And um, greatly appreciated. Um, thanks for being a fan. Um, follow Battery Tour, um, also Bottoms Up Perspective, and um, this is a global show on trending topics. And, um, hey, we probably will see AY go live on – it's a global road show, right, while he's in Europe as well. Yeah, definitely. So, the global um, goes to the show, yeah. It's going to be really great, crazy. AY, AY. Yep. AY, so you, know, you know who to look for if you're in Singapore, yeah? you got two friends now. Yes, of course, guys. I can't wait to come out there soon, guys. Soon. All right. I was telling AY, that's one of our goals. You know, we got to work on getting him connected with the BTS. And then we'll uh, do an Asia. He needs to do an Asia tour, you know, in some of the third world countries. We're definitely making that happen. Yeah, I got got a couple of friends that that have mentioned BTS, too. Like, I guess they're big over there. So that's definitely going to happen for this Project 17. (laughs) and so we'll need you all i was telling him you know like you got cambodia you got vietnam singapore and different not singapore but you know philippines and stuff where you know uh, sustainable energy is big you know it can really make a difference so now we're glad to have you ay and thanks for being on the show and um 
Good to see Jeremy Eldrick again. All right, so be sure to follow our co-founders and um, Bottoms Up Perspective. And thank you. And just to let you guys know, we don't take breaks much, but next Wednesday um, we're going to be off and then we'll be back um, the following. So thank you for being on our show and we'll talk to you all later. Thank you. Thanks everyone for joining us. Peace out, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs>